Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Here at Total Wine and More, you'll find what you love and love what you find, especially our totally low prices. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. This Cabernet is sure to take your burgers to the next level. Nice. Wow. And look at that price. Well done. I prefer medium or air. <laughs> your neighbors will love it. Find what you love, love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices in the DMV. Drink responsibly, B21. I'm Tamara Thomas, Editor-in-Chief of UrbanHealthToday.com, part of the DocWire family of medical news sites, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Urban Health Weekly. Our goal each week is to keep you informed of the latest in health and medical news right from today's headline. It's time to empower yourself with open conversations about your medical care with news that matters to you. So are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, welcome to Urban Health Weekly. I'm here with my friends Louis and Jackie, and we're about to get started. I have a quick story this morning. Okay. All right. So here's my question. When is a little public embarrassment a good thing? No. All right. Well, let me tell you what happened this morning. So I was feeling very, uh, you know, motivated this morning. So I got up really early and I went to the Y Mm -hmm. and I went swimming. And um, they've got a really good system. It's just lap lanes. There's eight of them and you have to sign in and they keep your, you know, your records. So they know who's who, and it's only for people doing laps. So I went in and I did my 20, 30 minutes. And when I went to get out of the pool, uh, well, let's, let's preface by saying that I'm a little bit top heavy. So I wear a two piece. That's actually like a harness, uh, like a special, like, upper body that covers and Wait then I wear like a you wear a two piece for swimming you don't wear like well, it's you know full one piece well it looks like a one piece because it's very very covered so I wear it for modesty it's just two separate pieces with like the top comes all the way down and goes to your waist and then the bottom is a swim skirt because oh, I like a like swim a skirt swimming. so it hides a multitude okay. of sins yes got it got it got so it. basically I did my laps I was feeling pretty good about myself and when I went to get out of the pool, my bottom swim skirt stayed in the pool. Oh, <laughs> and I came out. Right, our very own. <laughs> oh, my. That was. <laughs> no, but, you know, no, she topped it. That was. <laughs> well, bottom line, bottom line, I turned around. I said, oh, my God. And I said, 
and nobody saw because everybody is staring at the bottom of the pool at the lines, but the lifeguard saw. And I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She was very cool. Thank God she's female. She's very cool. And I go, oh my God, I've lost weight. Yes. I go, I'm so sorry. I lost weight. Uh, my bathing suit just came right off, you know, and she goes, I go, did you see that? She goes, oh, I saw that. And then um, I walked over to her all like embarrassed. And, and she just was really sweet. She goes, nobody saw and You know, they have no cameras because they have a really, so thank God for that. Right, right, right. And nobody saw just her. And she said, um, time to get a new smaller swimsuit. <laughs> so oh I was very pleased. That <laughs> how, much, how, how much weight did you lose? I think, well, let's see. At some point, I've lost at least 60 pounds. Oh like, my God. First of all, congrats. Yes. Whole, you thank you. Whole, amazing. Whole food plant based. Whole food plant based. That's what Wonderful. that's what did it. Oh my God. <laughs> so she was very cool lifeguard. And um, maybe it's time to get a smaller swimsuit. So maybe that's that. it's time to get a, a smaller. It's definitely look, congratulations. I'm thank so you. Happy. That's, 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 girl. You should have uh, then had changed your. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to go back to the pool, quite frankly. But all right, it was oh, just the no, one no, life card. Very proud of yourself that you. <laughs> That's fantastic. That was just Perfect. a full-on moon of everybody in the whole building who was oh looking. Which hopefully, gladly, nobody wasn't. That's all they can say. Uh, I'll tell you, as, as a person who does laps, well, first of all, you know. Uh, normally, I, I would look and, and say "Wow," and then, but wow, mentally, I wouldn't. I would not react. I would just act like this didn't happen. Uh, right. But the, the eighteen-year-old or fourteen-year-old that lives inside my head would say, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, "So, so that's that." But I will say that as a person who, um, as a person who um, does laps all the time, you really focus on what you're doing and yes the lap uh, the lines at the bottom of the pool you're just doing and getting it over with nobody's yeah, paying I can have an alligator next to me and I, I, I wouldn't even know that's uh, right me uh, too so that's what I know there was like very serious lap swimmers there nobody cared yeah, you, nobody you, watched you go zen when you're doing that and you go zen after I would say after like two laps you go zen and yes. anything can happen. And then, yeah, a lot of people them. bump their head because they don't even realize they get to the end of the way. I do. I, yes, I've done that. I've done that. Yes. Yep. But congratulations, honey. <laughs> there are problems to have in life. I mean, it was yes. but that's that's great. <laughs> yeah, that lifeguard and I had a moment. We laughed. We had a good laugh. So, <laughs> well, thank goodness it was a woman. Else that I agree. Otherwise, I think I might not have gone back. <laughs> Are you still doing the intermittent fasting, by the way? Well, right now I'm in between intermittent fasting. So I'm just trying to not eat so much like past 7 p.m. But because I've switched the whole food plant-based, I'm sort of taking a break from the intermittent fasting. And I am doing that prolonged fasting period where it's like five days, that special oh diet, five days a month. But I'm putting it off because it's really like you're a tremendous biatch while you're fasting. And, uh, and uh, I prefer to do it when my uh, my little guy is away with his dad for like a long weekend so that he oh, misses so that you can be a all by yourself. That's right. And also you really can't do anything. You have to eat like a certain 
like special foods and um, it's like a proprietary fast and um, where they like provide you the foods and then you just do like, it's really micronutrients, no macronutrients mm -hmm. and it's got like no fiber. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's like extremely convenient. Are um, you, are you, are you Biachi the whole five days or is there like a period? Is it like peak and then you calm down or how? That's a very good question. I think it's day two. Let's see. I think day three and five are the hardest. And I think like going into it day one, I'm like very hyperactive. And then, and I'm always like agitated, like after 7 PM because I'm tired and like all those sudden noises and sudden, like, then I'm much more like irritable at that hour. Mm. So yeah, me too. You don't sleep as much either when you're, when you're doing that fast, for some reason, you have tons of energy and you have to like keep yourself yeah. occupied to stay away from food. So mm. But, it's funny when I do, when I do like a, like a, a full day fast, I do the intermittent fasting, but when I do like, mm -hmm. I'm so tired. All I want to do is just rest. I just want to rest. Well, again, congratulations. Well, on thank you. Amaze balls, amaze balls, honey. All right, let's get into the medical news of the week. New research links not sleeping well to dementia. According mm -hmm. to the Journal of Neurology, Neurosurgery and Psychiatry, Older adults who have sleep issues have nearly a 30% increased risk of developing dementia. The data show that people with insomnia, that's when you have difficulty falling asleep and, stay, and or staying asleep, had a 27% increased risk of developing dementia. Those Ugh. with sleep, sleep inadequacy, which is when you're not getting enough sleep in general, were 25% more likely to develop dementia. People who deal with sleep inefficiency that is when you spend too much time awake in bed, had a 24% higher risk of dementia. And those with sleep apnea, this kid, listen to this. Uh, that's a really, uh, that's the serious sleep disorder where breathing stops and starts at night, had a 29% higher risk of memory loss. Yikes. So we are an overstimulated society. So I'm sure hardly any of us are getting enough sleep because we've got Late night TV, midnight snacks, working, yes. late, stress, smartphones, addictive apps. Let me tell you, I would say I would, I'm willing to bet that Pfizer's drug Aduhome is poised to make a killing as Gen Xers and millennials get older. Ooh, what's that drug? The Aduhome, that's the Alzheimer's drug. Oh, I see. What? Yes, yes, yes. Now I remember. Ah. Oh, is Lily coming out with one as well? Well, I think these, these companies are poised to make a killing off of uh, a sleep-deprived nation. How much sleep do you guys get? Well, I, uh, you know, I have pretty bad sleep apnea with hypoxia, too. So I've been on my sleep app machine. Uh, I do. Yeah, I have a CPAP. And I love that thing. I call it my husband because uh, I do not... I cannot function if I don't have that. I have a mouth guard. I have a sleep. I mean, you should see this thing. I look like a fighter pilot when I go to bed and um, it's like a full face mask. And I hopefully try to get, oh, and I have to take sleep medicine every night. And my neurologist was okay with it. Like normally they dissuade people from doing it because it does have like, in the long run, it's not a good thing. But he said in my case, because I clearly have like lifelong insomnia combined with sleep apnea that, um, I need to take it and he just allows it. So I try to get seven to eight hours and um, I'm no good with less than six. Yeah. And uh, 
but it really matters. I'm really vigilant now about getting to sleep early. I don't stay up late anymore, but I do wake up during the night. Like a lot of other people of a certain age in the middle of the night, I wake up and I look at my phone and read and then go back to sleep. Oh my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) That happens every night. Well, that's not a straight eight hours. That's like broken up sleep. Oh no. I've never, I've never had straight eight hours. I can count on my hand the amount of times where I've like gone to bed and then woken up and, uh, and like, there was no interruption during the night ever since I was a kid. That's just how it is. It's just sleep phase, the whole deal. I got all of it. So yeah, let's hope (laughs) fingers crossed. Let's hope you're not a candidate for Adjihelm. Yes. Yes. How about you guys? I, I, I make sure that I get a minimum of seven hours. Oh, are you able to get that? Um, yeah. I mean, are you like, saying you don't wake up during the night and toss I and don't turn? wake up at all during the night. <gasps> Once I do my little breathing exercise and my head hits that pillow and I put my little blinder on over my eyes, I am out. <gasps> cold. Oh my gosh. You don't move and talk, like, cause I also have, you know, the restless leg cause I have Tourette's, you know, so that's right, all. Right. So, so you, you don't even shift in your position. Nope. <gasps> oh, you're going to live forever. You're I, not going to age. Well, you know, sometimes I get six hours. Like I was going through a period where like my eyes would just like, like I would just come back to consciousness like after six hours. But in general, seven hours is, is my, like I'm in bed. I have to get up at six. So I try to be in bed no later than 11 o'clock. So like I'm, my head is on that pillow, 11 o'clock, I'm in that bed. I try to drink minimal fluid so that my bladder doesn't wake me up and stuff like that. No, oh, I wake up I, multiple times during the night that way. I forgot about that feature. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Uh, with me, my alarm clock, meaning my prostate, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wakes me up. Uh, yeah, of course, this is all going to be edited out. Uh, wakes me up. Um, I would say no, it's not. At, it, it wakes me up, I would say, about every three hours. Three hours, uh, but, okay. Yeah, but I have no problems going back. To yeah, sleep. you get right back to sleep. Yeah, and then of, of course, you know, what happens, you know, it, it's like fluid in, fluid out, or, you know, which makes absolutely no sense. Of course, I'm thirsty, so I drink a glass of water, uh, which then ensures <laughs> another You're drink drinking out. water at night while you're like, yes. you're waking up and drinking water? And what I've decided is that I use it, and this is really sad and, and is absolutely, everybody do not do this. I use it as an alarm clock. Like if I have to wake up in two hours, then I just drink an extra big glass of water. <gasps> I know that'll wake me up, you know, so. Oh, wow. That's creative thinking though. That's problem solving. <laughs> very bad advice. extremely bad advice. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> to anyway yeah. <laughs> very special case it's very interesting yep and as for bedtime depends what game is playing or what what's on that uh, yeah, oh, wait, wait, wait. do you guys have to go to sleep do you have to watch like tv to go to sleep or read to go to sleep i i don't have to do either <gasps> put my blinder on and you can do the- that how long does it take you to wind down to go to sleep even well, with- I'm usually pretty tired by the time I get in the right. bed. Like I start getting sleepy about um, like 10, 1030, sometimes 930. And you know, like I'll be at, at my desk working 
And then I'll start yawning and start dozing off. And I'm like, oh, I better just, I better just. So you can put your head down on the pillow and be like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep now and go to sleep. Yes. <gasps> put my head down on the pillow. I put the blinders on. I tell, you know, the echo to turn off the lights and then um, I'm out until the morning. You can regulate that way. Wow. Yeah. Never. I, my whole life, I've never been able to do that. Actually. Yeah. My whole life, I've never been able to just put my head down and go to sleep. It's never happened. <laughs> oh boy. I have just always, well, no, when I was a kid, I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't go to sleep. Um, I just lay there for hours and hours. And then, in the ah. but as an adult, you know, I've, I've grown out of that. So that's, that's very interesting. That's good news then. On to the next one. What right. is a COVID breakthrough infection and what you should do if you get one? The Delta variant of COVID-19 is proving to be much more challenging than other variations of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. It's more easily transmissible. It's two times more contagious than other strains. And the incubation, per incubation period is shorter due to faster viral replication. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC, says that as long as COVID is circulating in the community, infections in fully vaccinated people cannot be completely eliminated. This means fully vaccinated people are not only capable of becoming infected, what we now know as breakthrough infection, but there's evidence that even the vaccinated can pass the virus on to others, something that hadn't been seen until the Delta variant came into existence. Of the nearly 20,000 breakthrough infections recorded through September, CDC reports that 86% of those cases ending in death were among adults 65 or older. For breakthrough cases resulting in hospitalization, 69% were in the 65 and older crowd. The people with breakthrough infections were also more likely to be sicker, having three or more underlying health conditions. Because of this, CDC recommends that even fully vaccinated people mask up in indoor public spaces in areas where there is substantial or high COVID transmission. Or if you're immune compromised, you should wear your mask even in low COVID transmission areas. Let me tell you, I live in constant fear of bringing the vaccine home to my unvaccinated child. By the way, I made an appointment with her <gasps> to get her vaccinated as soon as the vaccine drops. Fantastic, fantastic. Wow. So, yeah. So because I worry about this, I always wear a mask. I do other protocols at home too, but now we're talking about like the crunchy granola type remedies that I won't. Get yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go maskless around other vaccinated people, like in a restaurant, but that's about it. If I okay. go to a space where vaccination is not enforced, I wear my mask. Oh, me too. But the, like the, today at the pool, mm -hmm. um, you're, you have to be vaccinated to swim in that area and it's only for people doing laps and they have to sign in. So they track you. So that was a little bit, yeah. you know, but the rest of the gym, as soon as I'm like out of the dressing room and everything, I'm wearing a mask going in and out and all that. Right. So, yeah. Right. I think it's common courtesy. I mean, yeah. you know, I, we don't wear like signs or a thing on your back, your chest that says I'm vaccinated, not vaccinated. I'm careful, not careful. So let's just show people that we're careful by just uh, by just uh, starting and, and doing what what we need to do, uh, which is let's wear a vaccine. Uh, we can I mean, wear, we, a vaccine. wear a vaccine. Wear <laughs> wear something that shows that we are health conscious. Is what I was trying. Ah, uh, yes, 
But you know, vac uh, unvaccinated people think that they're being health conscious by not vaccinating. You know what I mean? Like they, they think that they're being, so for example, um, my, my doula, I'm still, you know, we still keep in touch with mm -hmm. stuff like that. And she sent me some wild stuff about some group that's going to be suing uh, California governor, Gavin Newsom, uh, to prevent uh, the vaccination. It's like this whole thing about, you know, black people united against the, the vaccine. Are you kidding me? Black and brown people are dying in droves. You know, black and brown people have, you know, the highest burden of comorbidities and this thing is taking them out. What are you talking about? What are you doing? And they're saying that they, they don't, they're concerned because the, the, um, the vaccine is going to give children myocarditis. No, that's not correct. Myocarditis is coming from, from, from having the infection, recovering from it, and that's the after effect. Right. What are you talking about? This is not the the actual virus. I mean, J and J is the the you know the weakened virus. But you know, when you're talking about the mRNA, mRNA, that's not the virus. That's just the spikes. I mean, what? Anyway, I I, I just I, I I simply cannot. I just can't. Right. I and I, I think there's a lot of misinformation out there that you know. Uh, what a breakthrough infection is uh, a breakthrough infection just really means that you've been vaccinated you now have the covid but it's a lot weaker uh it's a lot weaker uh in the in this iteration uh the symptoms are a lot weaker um you have a much less chance of catching it meaning when you have the, the when you're right vaccinated. when you're having okay. a break if you were not vaccinated you'd have full blown but when you're vaccinated you're having it but you're having it uh, in a much uh your body, your body can fight it off and get rid of it a lot easier if you get it at all. Um, so, so those are the benefits uh, of being vaccinated. It doesn't mean that you're immune uh, completely or that it's not going to touch you. Something like a but lot. But you of look at people seen. like like Colin Powell. He had he had cancer that he was battling, and so you know, so he was immune compromised, and he's come to complications. I mean, and that does happen. And he was fully vaccinated, so it's not. It's for, for sick people and elderly people, it's not a slam dunk, unfortunately, which is all the more reason why people need to get vaccinated. Put, just put yourself aside. Put yourself oh, yes. And he was a few days short of getting his booster also because exactly. yeah. he was ill and he, he was too uh, he was too ill to get his booster. Yeah. yeah. Now, I just got my booster. Uh, I got ah. my Sunday night. And for those of you out there that care. Um, I took the uh, Moderna booster. I had <laughs> mild side effects. Uh, by mild, uh, I had a bunch of weird things like my my fingers felt like they were tingly. Uh, ah, I would have intermittent. You know, you talk guys talk about intermittent. I would have intermittent tiredness, so I'd be tired for an hour, then I'd feel okay, and I'd be tired. I don't know how much of this was psychological and how much of it was real. I think the answer is some. I think a little bit of both. But today I'm uh, just as chipper and annoying as ever. <laughs> so hopefully, was it? How did you get it? Did you have to go to your regular doctor? Did you go to a clinic? I, I did it at the pharmacy. I didn't have. Ah. A, at first, New York. At first, New York uh, said, um, you know, I had this whole protocol for getting it. This time it was a lot easier. I just uh, uh, went to the got the credentials. They told them what I do, and um, and was able to um, go and uh, just take the vaccine. It, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty organized. 
there was a bit of disorganization in the um, in the pharmacy, and uh, those that disorganization was due to the fact that the New York State uh, deadline was uh, November first. Oh yes. Oh, for the care workers. <laughs> so I took it the night of the thirty first of the night of Halloween just to get away from trick or treaters. And that was smart. Into. Uh, of course, so, he ran right into uh, the, the deadline people. So, <laughs> <laughs> there, you know, I gotta get this for work. And some of them were protesting by not wearing masks. Oh, boy. So, the whole pharmacy was just like, okay, this, this group over here, that group over there. And uh, then they wanted me to wait after the shot. And I told the pharmacist, I'll wait, but I'm gonna wait in my car because I just could not sit around that that group or that chaos anyone they said fine so i sat in the car for about 10 minutes and just left see and that's the thing that bothers me like if you don't want to get vaccinated um and you don't have to get vaccinated that's fine but at least wear a mask just wear a mask it's just gracious you know good manners exactly put yourself aside for a second think about the people around you that you you know just because you think that you're healthy and it's not affecting you doesn't mean you can't affect other people. Like, I just wish people would understand that. Actually, about... we have to um, take a break. Or is oh, yes. A... Let's oh, take a break. Then we we'll come back. We have to take our first break and uh, we'll come back in a minute or so. From the lower nine to uptown, mid city to the West Bank, we got you covered, New Orleans. WHIV 102.3 FM. And we're back. Is it safe to use saliva as a lubricant? (laughs) (laughs) You just stumbled upon my trigger. I can't stand saliva. Oh my God. Are you trying to torture me? Uh, Maybe just a little. Saliva would seem like a harmless swap for your own natural lubrication. Oh my God. It's always available and free after all. But your vagina, oh. thank you for not resorting to it for three important reasons. Reason number one, STIs can be spread through saliva, just like with intercourse. If the mouth oh. is infected, the saliva will be infected, and then you'll get infected. Number two, you can get a vaginal infection. The mouth microbiome, we're not talking about ST, STD, we're just talking about the run-of-the-mill stuff. The okay. mouth microbiome is different from the vaginal flora, and spit can disrupt your vaginal flora. So you can get, you know, uh, simple stuff like yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis, the list goes on. Um, and the third one is spit just isn't as good as lube. It doesn't have the glide, um, <laughs> which means that you can get microscopic tears that can introduce plaque. Oh, micro tears. And introduce harmful microbes into your vagina. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, I'll, be very, I'll be very honest here. I was guilty of this same offense once. Oh. <laughs> yes, girl. Until I kept popping up with bacterial vaginosis. So finally, I put two and two together. And I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. This is not going to work. Uh, oh, you know, it's also harmful is when you mix anal and vaginal. Ew. Oh my God, what are you doing to me here? Like, oh. 
terrible okay, combination. Our, our ratings have just gone from PG to R. And I, I, I see 17. Oh, my God. A word. I'm not saying a word during this. <laughs> He's not walking uh, into that. I'm just pointing out. The time I'm just pointing out. just pulled a grenade. She pulled the pin on that grenade. And just I, just, no, I just lobbed it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be... I'll be uh, written up and i'll get my letter and yes it is chock full of microbes i just wanted to point that out as well just since we were talking about harmful practices let's talk about it all right we know where you stand you know it's gross uh, it's one of your triggers it's oh, one of my well. triggers saliva to me is the germiest thing on earth i can't watch people oh, yeah. brush their teeth in commercials oh. Unless they, uh, you know, I'm so glad they stopped doing that. They don't do that with um, where they show the toothpaste. I can't be around. I, uh, uh, when I worked, um, when I took a lot of microbiology courses and we had to handle slides and one of the slides was like gonorrhea. And I was like, oh my God, like I just was just, like everything. Oh my God. And when I think that people think they just really underestimate how gross plain old saliva is, how much is just sitting in there. That's my number one trigger, I would say. Saliva you, and all its ilk. Did you say that you don't like to see people brush their teeth? I don't like to see people brush their teeth. That is so interesting because my little one, she doesn't like that either. She doesn't even yes. like to see herself brush her own teeth, which was, you know, it was so even me brushing her teeth for her. Like I would put my mask on. I remember we talked about this. I'd put my mask on and brush it. For, right. That was very stressful for her. Extremely stressful. And she just- Is it the toothpaste and the whole foaming? No, actually? it's seeing her teeth. She doesn't want to see her teeth. She finds it disgusting. She doesn't want to see other people's teeth. She finds it disgusting. So- The I started, fact that you wore a mask, did that help? No, it didn't. Because it had to do with she didn't even want to lift her lip to expose her teeth because so it has to do that it's not about proximity to somebody else no it's about it's about the, it's about seeing the teeth even in her mind's eye she doesn't oh. want to see it she doesn't want to see it in the mirror she doesn't want to see uh it on and she doesn't want to see anyone else's teeth she just doesn't she just can't tell she does can't. she dislike watching other people eat um Yes, she finds yeah. it disgusting. So what I found was I found this U-shaped toothbrush. I know this is like a weird- That's thing. interesting. Yeah, so what happens is she puts, she puts the toothpaste on it. Then she puts her teeth inside of it. So it's kind of like a tray. You put your teeth ah. in the top and the bottom, and then you just, just kind of shake it back and forth. You don't see your teeth at all. And then you pull it out and then your teeth are clean. I'll send you a picture of it. It's but it's oh, I love that already. So interesting. They have them for adults too. But um, I found that, and now when I say go brush your teeth, she brushes her teeth. She never had a problem with with the act because like all her other teeth would be pristine, and then her front teeth would be like ghastly. That's and so interesting. It was about the one she could see. Yes, mm -hmm. it's the one she could see. The other teeth were. Perfect. And then her front teeth, which had all this buildup because she just couldn't bring herself to look. <laughs> we don't get to pick our little triggers. <laughs> I, know. I found that toothbrush. And so now she feels like a normal. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> Child again. Aww. And she's not stressing about, about her losing her teeth. Because I would say, do you want to lose your teeth? Oh, does that work? I don't know. Sometimes they're like, oh. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your Quarter Pounder. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. I'll stand up for it. I'm okay. But she just, but that's when I realized that it was really a problem because she it was much more. It wasn't a phase. Yeah. She recognized that it, that, that she, and she doesn't want her teeth to be, to, to be that way, but she just couldn't help it. It would just right. reach to tears. And then she'd be like, no. And she, you, she'd act like you were torturing her. No, please. Oh, poor kid. So anyway, now that I've got that U-shaped uh, toothbrush for her, brushing is a pleasure again. And her teeth look amazing. I'm so happy. Very good. You're not off the hook. No, by the way, me. I, no, I'm. I'm we, here we doing research. I, I, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to say people should be more paranoid about saliva. I don't know why people have like not. Yeah, like there's so much stuff in there from your body, and yeah. also a lot of those adults. And so people don't know what's clean and what's not clean. They yeah. really like I'm clean. That's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. Stuff is yeah. different. Yeah. And the other into. issue with is it doesn't affect men the same way it affects women. The it article does it. Is, is it safe okay. for women? It, it doesn't say anything about whether it's safe for men. And you know what? Because it doesn't have the same effect on men that it does on women, men it's tend to be perfectly all right. Perfectly okay. But it works for them. Well, that's fine. That, that's really all and that matters. And, yeah. And that's why. We should not. We should all take a stand and be like, no, saliva, no, saliva. No Listen, saliva. bottom line, nobody should date me. I'm very high maintenance. You have to play by my rules and <laughs> that includes saliva and all my rules. So I, I'm uh, I'm not worth the effort and I'm just fine okay. with it. <laughs> If you listen to all our shows, you get every single pet piece. Well, so, so Lou, where do you stand on this? The saliva on the saliva the thing saliva. 
God. As long as they're not looking, you know, you might sneak some in, but I, I would. Oh, my God. I'm never yeah, going I'm, on a date. A, That's uh, You guys are anti-salivers, anti you know. That's I'm an anti-saliver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a reformed anti-saliver. <laughs> Anyway, with that, blood pressure just went through the roof. Us, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Frenchman to Oak Street, Tremaine, Gentilly, and the CBD V one hundred two point three WHIV FM, the vibe of the city for human rights and social justice. WHIV one hundred two point three FM. And we're back. And we're back. And back, we back, back. On to the this week's topic. Is the standard American diet killing us? Okay. Multiple studies um, on a typical Western diet or the standard American diet or SAD have linked it to adverse reactions in the bodies, including cancer, sepsis, and chronic gut infections. A new study suggests that a Western diet may also have a negative effect on the brain, leading to cognitive decline and neurodegenerative issues. The researchers believe their findings may, al may also offer potential therapies for the treatment of neurodegenerative disorders, such as Alzheimer's disease. A typical Western diet, by the way, um, is what health experts refer to as the standard American diet, which includes greater amounts of food with higher calories, um, uh, which I'm going to contest that in a second, um, mm. and fat percentages and lower nutritional value. So when they talk about calories, first of all, let's just be clear. We're not talking about regular calories, like an apple has calories, but it's very right. dense. So, you know, you wouldn't count the calories of an apple, let's say, for, for example, um, um, Empty calories like sugar and processed foods where there's like zero nutritional value and all you get is calories. That's what, what, that's specifically what we're talking about. And then when they say fat, there's two kinds of fat. There's the polyunsaturated fat, and then you have the monounsaturated fat. Those are good fats. The other stuff, the trans fats, those are not. Those and, deep fried foods, that's trans fat. Right. Right. So, so basically we're talking about polyunsaturated fats, which are the fats that are not as, okay. as the monounsaturated fats. So we have to be very clear when we talk about fats, like fats, like butter and stuff like that are perfect and lard. Those are things that we've always um, used, you know, and coconut oil. These are things that we yeah. use um, for, for generations and have not had the, the level of, of disease that we now have. It's because we've got like these really, strange, highly processed oil. Highly processed, shelf-stable. Right. That's the stuff that when they say fat, they should really be clear. Okay. So in any event, I, you know, that that's, that's my, I would say like, that's my like big pet peeve that they're not clear because they say calorie and fat, but they don't really specify what kind of calories, what kind of fat. That's a really important. So you're saying processed. Right. 
processed, highly processed, where you where it's just like it's so unrecognizable to the body that it's the body's just like, let's just store it as fat. We don't know what this is. Let's just get this out of here. <laughs> you know that old joke about Twinkies, right? No. What's the old joke about Twinkies? How can why is it that a Twinkie doesn't go stale? Because it was never fresh. <laughs> That's what oh. I like. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh so, yeah, processed, processed, processed bad. Okay. Oh my God. Well, that's so basically, yeah. So, so your Twinkie, and sorry to call out a particular food item, but would be an <laughs> example of something in the American super processed, highly, the, highly you... processed because it's highly processed. Right. Um, whatever the the filling is in the center, it's not cream. Yeah, a Twinkie never goes stale. You could put right. it on the wall and it will stay like that. And for a lot two of these fast food burger buns will know, not go stale. Even mold won't eat it. I mean, oh, what? Hey, yeah. I'll tell you what. When a French fry gets lost in your car, like going through the drive through, it looks about the same like it three looks weeks about later. The same when you find it weeks later, that's yes. exactly right. That's exactly right. And, that, uh, and that, I've been kidding, eating my kids too many of those. Yeah. Uh. This is the only industrialized country, though, that allows adulterated food into our food supply. Um, and also, you know, the commercials for the fast food all hours of the day and night. Oh, yeah. And I think we're like even the only country to allow advertising to, um, to small children of like high sugar, heavily processed foods, like you can't even call them foods. And I, is, is it any wonder that younger and younger people are developing cancer much earlier? I have to share this story. Did they I, have any advertisers, by the way, if they didn't have fast food advertisers? Um, I mean, they'd probably find other things, but they, but they can pay the prices ah. more money. But, but here's yes. the thing. Is this like an economic thing? Because you know, you can stand in a, in a supermarket and have a cart full of food for your family, let's say, and it's going to cost you $200. But if you're going to go organic, uh, oh, yeah. it, it might cost you $350. Uh, you, you know, a healthy, if you're going calorie, you know, pound for pound, as they say in, um, in boxing, uh, but ah. if you go pound for pound in food, um, the healthy stuff is usually a 20, and this is here. A lot more expensive, yes. It's, it's a 25 to 50% premium on um, non healthy stuff. So, Not much. Wow. I can, yeah, I can feed the calories. I can give them the calories and keep everybody from saying, I'm hungry. Yes. $200, but to feed somebody in a healthy manner, that's going to cost a lot more. And the same thing goes for restaurants. Uh, I feel anyway. But can I just say that um, of all the things, and maybe you can call me elitist or whatever you want to call me, but of all the things that in life you should spend money on, I would think that, um, and I get that you get less food for the same money. Like I've, I've literally stood next to people in the supermarket. Well, like I'm, I, I, you know, I pick up the, the organic stuff, let's say for example. Um, and you know, they'll be looking at the organic and the non-organic, looking at the prices. And they'll always go for the non-organic because it's like a third of the price. Yes. And to them, it's the same thing. A lot of it is people just don't know. And again, I'm going to risk sounding like a little bit of an elitist, but 
of all the things to spend your money on in life, you should spend your money on food. Because it's your health. That's what we're learning. Because it's your health and it's your longevity. You know what's really expensive? Healthcare is really expensive and it's not as effective as eating the right things to begin with. And I know that's easier for me to say, but I think that if more people really understood just how adulterated um, our food supply is here in this country, they would make, it's, I, I think it's just a matter of education and prioritizing, you know? Like you could and- spend your money on food or you could spend your money on travel and entertainment or something like that. I, I just think that more people, I think in general, people like quality. I think they don't know what quality is. If you know what quality is and you understand what's going on, the, the I mean, I, I'm thinking, I'm hopeful, I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, but I would think that the, the, the easier choice, if you know, if you have the information is to go with the healthier and you don't have to, you don't have to pay organic prices. There's like little, you could eat local. Yeah. There's also certain things that certain foods don't necessarily need to be organic. Like, you know, like avocados or melons, they don't necessarily need to be. They don't necessarily need to be. Um, right. I would say, given the choice between buying it in the supermarket and buying it from like your local, oh yeah, your local, local farmer, you know, or your person who has like, you know, you go to the farmer's market, that, that stuff is going to be higher in nutritional value and less processed and the pest yes. is going to be less scary than if you go and you buy them at the supermarket. Cause look, a lot of people can't afford whole foods, you know, a lot. That's of so true. But that doesn't mean that you can't eat well. You can eat well. You don't have to spend your like your whole paycheck, which is the like the nickname for whole food, whole paycheck. Whole paycheck. You don't have to to spend your money there. Um, You can go to like local sources and 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 save money that way. You know, you can do food co-ops. What are the food deserts like in New York? There's a lot of food deserts in New York, aren't there? There are, but again, the food markets are coming up though, right? The the farmer's markets are really, that's the thing. You have to be willing to travel a little. And I think if you make it, here's the thing, right? I see people online at like six o'clock in the morning waiting for like the next, you know, um, designer sneaker to drop. Yes. Yeah, have your priority. You want to look oh, good in those. Fried chicken where we were having or, the oh, oh my god! god. The lines to the for the for the Popeyes, you know, oh. sandwich versus we're, the we're, I don't even remember who it was against. It was oh, oh my god! Chain, I can't remember the name of it. Chick-a-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, right. that's right. Oh. versus Popeyes. Popeyes. And the lines, you would think people were like waiting to vote, and I would see those lines <laughs> like. I hope that and it was right around people, election time when people were complaining I hope about that this, Yeah, I hope that that's so hilarious. And the thing is, it's a I can see that's also an activity. And yeah, okay, so every once in a while, there's going to be a time where you're going to eat the wrong thing. But yeah, I agree. Eat your quality food. Eat whole food on process as much as possible. You know, you should care as much about your food as you do about your yes. Food. You should care as much about your food as you do about your phone. You should care as much about what you put inside your body as what you do to the outside of your body. Yeah, and, and if you want to rephrase it as a way of vanity, the healthier your 
your intake of food, the healthier, the better you're going to look. The better you, you're going to look better yeah. and look younger. You're going to feel better. You 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 know you won't have to spend as much money on cosmetic procedures to get you know like uh, facials and peels and all that other stuff to like resurface your skin because you're not going to be breaking out. You're going to naturally have a glow. I'm just saying it's just a matter of priority. And I and I think we have done um, a terrible job. And we have you you're right. We've also become uh, habituated to cheap food. Yes. That really is a huge partial. My European relatives, like they, they have the attitude of like, they don't expect food to be inexpensive. Like that's a viable thing. That's a, that's a legitimate thing to spend your money right. on. Would be exactly. Food. And here yeah. it's like, oh no, 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 no. That's too much money. Yeah. And it, it, you know, and yes. Okay. It's a little more money, but what do you get for that? You know, right. people don't see the, people don't see the, like with a pair of sneakers, for example, you get yeah. to wear them or with a handbag, you know, a, a designer handbag, you get to wear it, you get to, you know, people can see it, you feel rich, yes. all this other stuff, you know, that's external. People need to, I think people need to learn that eating clean. Yes. Like that's the, that's the, what is it called? Uh, uh, I, you know, like when you wear, when you wear one of those little cloth bags from like, uh, PBS or what is that called? Uh, value. Oh, like a virtue social signifier. Virtual mm -hmm. virtue signaling. Ah, it's a new virtue signaling. You yes. know, when you eat healthy. So I'm just saying, I, I'm just putting that out there, I, and I recognize that not everybody has the same price. But I think a lot of people just don't know, and I think we've done a terrible job in this country of educating people. So I just want to read mm. this this article that I I, I came across in the Insider. And this just speaks to kind of what I'm talking about. So this woman, her name is Shante Drakeford. She's 37 and she's a nurse practitioner. She said that um, she has stage four breast cancer. Oh. And keep in mind, she's 37 years old. Wow. She had symptoms when she was 25, but doctors told her she was too young for a diagnosis. Oh. Okay? By the time they diagnosed her 13 years later, it had metastasized to her lungs, her spine, her ribs, and her hips. Okay, listen to this. Oh. I had my first symptom of breast cancer when I was 25 years old. As a nurse, I knew that the nipple discharge was ex I was experiencing wasn't normal. I went to the doctor, but I was told not to worry about it. I was too young for breast cancer. Come back if the discharge becomes bloody, they said. After the next, over the next six years, her symptoms escalated. She said, but, my, but still my treatment was either denied or delayed. I had painful periods and more nipple discharge. I was diagnosed with a dilated breast duct, but told it wasn't anything to be concerned about. Things kept getting worse and my symptoms were downplayed. I developed cysts in my breast. One cyst was larger. I could feel it with my finger. So I asked for a mammogram. My doctor said, no. Again, I was told I was too young. They believed it was a benign cyst anyway. Eventually, I had surgery to remove the dilated breast duct. Doctors could have biopsied my cyst during that surgery, but they chose not to. By the way, now the, now the, the, the policy is biopsy it anyway. Okay. Yeah. Even if you think it's benign, biopsy it anyway to be sure. So that's, that's, okay. that, that has changed. Um, for almost a year after that surgery, that cyst gave me really hard really intense pain. It became hard. 
Again, I went to the doctor and again, I was told it wasn't anything to worry about. It was just scar tissue, they said. During this time, um, she moved about and then she ended up going to Walter Reed because um, she's, she's an army A wife. bet? Okay. Army wife. And that's where she finally got diagnosed. All at once, I received the tests I had been requesting for years, an MRI, a mammogram, an ultrasound, and a biopsy. The results confirmed that I had cancer. My doctor screened my entire body and found that cancer had already spread to my ribs, spine. I had stage four metastatic breast cancer. I asked my doctor if I had not done enough. I felt like I did what I was supposed to do. I paid attention to my body. I went to the doctor every time I was concerned. I asked for all the tests. My doctor told me I did everything right. I just slipped through the cracks of the system. Slipped through the cracks of the system. Don't get started on. So, So her thing is she's like, she's blaming herself a little. And then she's like saying, you know, she, is it because she was young or is it because she's black? And I think it's both, but I think it's much more because she's young. Young. Because we're seeing yeah. story after story after story after story of these young women who are being turned away by doctors. Yes. They don't fit the profile. Nothing to worry. Yeah, exactly. You don't fit the profile. What is going on? How do we get through to doctors? What do we have to do and say? And I also, I wonder, is this happening to young men too? I'd be curious to, I'm going to start looking into that. Um, are, are young men experiencing the same thing? Like if, if a young man goes in and say, my testicles are hurting, does the doctor say, mm, it's probably an STD, don't worry about it? Or do they drop a bunch of tests? I wonder. Cool. Um, but it just seems like every time I turn around, these young women are being turned away because of implicit bias by these doctors that no she's too young no she doesn't why aren't they getting the memo I don't understand this so but then this goes back and ties back into what I was talking about with our food supply remember I was saying that uh, children born after 1990 are at higher risk than any other generation for developing cancer younger oh and this is why the question is, you know, is the standard American diet killing us? Well, you know, studies have shown that the healthiest diet uh, is the Mediterranean diet. Uh, uh, in, How in, many in, of us know what the Mediterranean diet is? You know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah, but. People know what it is. No, people don't know what the Mediterranean diet is. Which, but one of the things that we have to look at is that where the, let's call it the American diet, uh, varies from the Mediterranean diet quite heavily is in the amount of meat that we eat, um, which is a lot. <laughs> yeah. I propose that the standard American diet has become much more processed than it was uh, yeah. way back. Right. It's not even the same. So, the standard American so, diet now, yeah. So first of all, there's a lot of meat. Second, the yes. most, almost all the food is processed. Very little yes. of the portions are are you know salads or or things of that if you if you take it again as i said before pound for pound uh we're we're taking a lot more meat we're taking a lot more processed foods and i i think in some instances our wealth um is keeping us healthy longer or the healthcare system is keeping us healthy or alive longer i don't know about that Um, go ahead to a point yeah but at what condition 
so, okay, we're alive, but we got more diabetes, we got more this, we got more obesity than anybody else. Yeah, that's the diseases of abundance and, con- and uh, exactly. yeah, those are, yeah, so we're having, and those are diseases of complications too. That's what's really killing us, heart disease, et cetera. Right. Wow. But I would argue that it's not just abundance in that sense, because if you ask a lot of uh, obese people, they will tell you, I don't even eat that much. Ah, it's the- uh, It's the quality of- The, the quality food. of the food. Right. It's the quality of the food that they're eating. They're eating food that's pumped full of, um, of antibiotics and hormones. Endocrine disruptors. And you have fruits and vegetables that are not as nutritious as they used to be. Yeah, that's right. The plant, they're not as nutritious as they used to be. The GMO, the genetically modified, uh, you know, stuff going on with a lot of this stuff too. So the banana that you're eating is not the banana that you got 20 years ago, you know, because it's genes have been spliced with something to, 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 to ward off tests, you know, something like that, but it it just doesn't have the, the same, it doesn't have the same nutrient density. I mean, it's better than eating nothing. It's better than eat, but it's not that our diet is so meat heavy. It is. Um, but the American diet has always been meat heavy, but right, but you know what? Also, it's not grass fed meat heavy. Right, that's what I'm saying. The, the yeah, livestock and you know and the factory pork, farmed. They right. are they right? They extra are, processed. Exactly. Mm. They're not even raised on the foods that they and and you're eating. Right. Them. Don't think that that stuff cooks away. It's part of their body, and you're eating that, and that becomes part of your body too. Right, so, but, but our diet is not local. Meaning, if you look at the ah yeah, if you look at the Mediterranean yeah. diet, or even you know places in in Asia, a lot of the food that they eat is stuff that grows within fifty miles from them. Right. I would say the majority of the food, whether it's a fish or yeah. a goat or yeah. a cow or whatever, it's it, definitely globalization. It, it, that's it's something us. that was, oh yeah. If we look at what we're eating here, that, that bananas from Costa Rica. Uh, yes, the, from Mexico. The mangoes yeah. from Mexico. The other thing is from some can thing in the Iowa. Beef is, the beef that, is from Brazil. That, right. You know, if it's in a can, it's been hanging there for, you know, it has to yeah. hang in the shelf for six months. And don't get and, me started on nitrates and nitrites, you know, the pure. Oh. You, know, you can't even eat a hot dog mm-hmm. anymore because, you know, that'll put you six feet under quickly. Um, you know, it is the global, you're absolutely right. And that's why I was saying that mm-hmm. you don't have to spend and uh, you don't have to spend your whole paycheck and go organic if you just eat local. If you have a backyard, you know, and you turn over the soil a little, you can make a, like, oh, you can buy like a box and you can like grow some of, like my dad, you know, grows his own cucumbers. Oh, delicious. What else does he grow back there? He grows. Um, my parents grew tomatoes and their thing is delicious. Grows tomatoes. Yeah, he Ooh. grows all of that stuff in his backyard. Oh my gosh, that must be so tasty. They grow okra. You know, they grow all kinds of stuff back there. And I just go with my, my shopping bag and I'm just- That's like, awesome. <laughs> Next day, it's like Christmas here. You'll see everybody gets a cucumber. Everybody gets a-, a No, I'm, I'm like giving everyone, I'm like, hey, would you like some cucumber? <laughs> I grew it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, there, there are things that, this is not impossible is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's going to take a little bit of effort, but I'm just saying that, you know, 
The people that are willing to stand online for sneakers or Popeye's chicken or um, the latest, you know, iPhone or whatever, you can take that same stick to and you can go down, travel a little extra, go to another neighborhood, go to the farmer's market. Maybe you don't, maybe your neighborhood is a food desert. All right, take the bus or, or take, you know, a car service and go to the next neighborhood with your, with your bags and pick up, you know, local produce. It's not expensive, I promise mm. you. Join mm. a local food co-op. Oh, good idea. Work, you know, and then in, in exchange, you get very um, cheap, uh, locally grown um, produce and meats and stuff like that. You know, have a relationship with your neighborhood butcher. Mm -hmm. I used my when I was growing up, my mom, she didn't go to the supermarket to buy meat. We went to the butcher shop. And so you really knew the source of your food. Right, exactly. And we've moved away from that so far. And I, you know, I just I just want us to come back. And I want us to really think about, don't just think about what you look like on the outside. Think Mm -hmm. about how the inside reflects on the outside. The one, uh, the one thing I would throw out, and this is some people are just not going to do this because it is a bit of work, but keep maybe like a food diary or plan, plan your week out in advance of what you're going to eat. That's say, a good idea. Say like, okay, yeah. let me just get a, a sheet of paper and on Monday I'm going to have fish. And then from that say, okay, what's going to go with the fish? Okay. I'm going to make it with asparagus and blah, blah. And then get the healthy ingredients for that. And then on Tuesday is a. a oh, you can plan day. your menu. Yeah. yeah, there's a, there's yeah. online guides to plan your menu for the week. Then, you know what? And then if on Sunday you're gonna hang out with your friends and you're gonna have a steak or whatever at a tailgate or whatever, put that in. And then just remember that okay, that's what I did on on Sunday, or or maybe a big night is Friday night pizza where you don't feel like eating it. That's okay, you know. Okay, so I cheat one day a week, um, and that then, makes it sustainable. If you every once in a while yeah. have a little break, yeah, exactly, because that way it's planned, and and you don't cheat on the other days, and and then you can start doing that, and then that. But we should there, really move away from that language of cheating because it denotes that you know that you're doing something bad, and mm-hmm. having a stake in and of itself is not a bad thing. It's just that doing it every day mm-hmm. will eventually be bad for your health. Anyway, the, the point is, I, I just want people to, to understand that you have choices. I mean, I don't know what, what to say about this woman's situation. I, I, my heart just absolutely awful, just awful. Um, I just want people to protect themselves and start thinking about your body in terms of that can be you. But for the grace of God, there go I. You That's know? right. And just start thinking about like, okay, this is not my story today, but this could be my story. What am I going to do? I've got to do everything in my power that I can do. Look, um, at the end of the day, we've got to move away from this paradigm that the doctor is the be all, the end all. All right. You are the master or the mistress of your own health and your own body and your own destiny. And you have the power to put yourself back on the right track and save yourself from this. And I'm just begging people to please, you know, take care of your health because nobody is going to do it for you. No one. You're here. Yeah. All right. All right. That's all the time we have for Bravo. And thank you for listening to Urban Health Weekly. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Urban Health Weekly today. I hope you'll join me and my friends next week so you can stay informed and inspired to take control of your health. See you next time.
It's official. Summer is almost here. The sun is getting brighter, the days are getting longer, and your lawn is ready for some love. Get everything you need for a season spent outside with Memorial Day savings from the Home Depot. Manicure your yard to perfection with lawn care tools from RYOBI. Then get your garden going with vegetables and herbs from Bonnie Plants Harvest Select. Plus, mulch and soil from Vigoro and EarthGrow. Get your lawn as ready as you are for summer in the sun. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.